Hello, welcome back to your favorite podcast of all time. Uh, it's official. Rolling Stone ranked the 500 greatest podcasts of all time, and uh, we were surprised to come out on top, frankly. Um, but uh, surprised, but not humbled, I think is, uh, is it's fair to say. Uh, we're we're going to be even more insufferable now. Yes, it's Junior Funners, folks. Junior Funners is back uh, to talk about Arsenal and that. And it's with uh, your two favourite boys, the fun boys, which is me, Ollie, and it's Lawrence. Uh, how's it hangling, uh, listeners? And Ollie, how's it hangling, everyone? Yeah. Indeed, it is. It is hangling and dangling, uh, hangling, dangling, goofing and spoofing, rocking and rolling. You know us. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, it's over. The football's over. We got to we got to get into it. Um, Arsenal news is happening now. So this is the first segment, Arsenal News, where we talk about Arsenal in the news. And um, yeah, the season has, has just finished. Premiership season has, has just finished. And um, in typical Arsenal fashion, now that there's nothing left to play for, we ended the season very strongly. Five five wins in a row. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not so bad. You've got to play with some pride, as they say. You know, play for pride, play for some dignity. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we had uh, an outside chance of getting into uh, into Europe via the uh, Europa Conference, the new uh, third tier European competition uh, for uh, league football in in Europe. Um, in order for that to have occurred, we needed uh, well. Two of the three teams above us, so that's Everton, West Ham, and Spurs. Uh, we needed two of them to lose and for us to win. And we came within a couple of minutes of it happening. I mean, we did our bit. You know, we beat uh, Brighton at home 2-0. Um, two uh, very well-taken goals from from uh, Nicolas Pepe, who um, – I think a lot of people, probably maybe me included, have kind of got to maybe reconsider a few things that have been said about him. <laughs> um, because, uh, you know, uh, the stats don't lie. I mean, he, I think he's got 16 goals. He's ended the, goal with, uh, ended the season with 16 goals in all competitions, uh, including 10 league goals. Um, that's got to be considered a pretty good season by any any winger that's playing in the Premiership. That's a that's that's a that's a good season, right? Oh uh, yeah, well you know me, I'm the biggest Pepe fan around. I've always I've always backed him, always believed mm. that's my boy. Even when all the doubters and all the people were saying he was a flop and all this, and he wasn't good enough. You know, all the haters and losers. Yeah, all the haters are eating a nice uh, dish of humble pie right now. Hopefully. Yes, doubt and it a, probably, and a, and, a, and a big fat crow as well. They're eating, they're eating a big fat crow just on the side of their humble pie, just eating their stupid words up, just gobbling it up. A nice mm. glass of uh, like alphabet soup. Yeah, nice glass of uh, I'm an idiot uh, soda. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> nice chugging down a cool glass of dumb bitch juice dumb uh, bitch to go juice. with their, their humble pie and their crow and their own words. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, fair to say that all of these, uh, all these haters and losers have egg on their face yeah. as they're eating the humble pie and the crow and the, and the, uh, and the words right. and the, <clears throat> and the uh, glass of uh, dumb bitch juice. Um, a lot of metaphors flying around today, but uh, we love, what can we say? We're fucking wordsmiths here, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, no one's more surprised than me that Pepe has uh, become quite a valuable member of the team. Uh, it, again, it sort of, it still comes at a time when there's nothing really to play for. It would be nice if he did more of this in the big matches when it, when it mattered. I mean, outside of uh, a couple of performances in the Europa League, he, he sort of didn't really come through for us in many big matches when we needed him. But going into next season, maybe maybe he's finally found you know he's finally found his feet in the Premiership. Um, I think he's he's always going to be under the shadow of that that seventy two million pound price tag. That's just it doesn't matter what he does. Um, it's he's that's it's just never going to be enough for some people. Um, but yeah, I, I, he's, I mean, nominated for player of the month for May. I think he's, he's got, what was it? Five, five goals in three games or something. Um, yeah. And yeah, like I said, he's sort of, he, he's, I mean, last episode we talked about, we sort of went through player by player in the squad and talked about players that we would, uh, be happy to see the back of this summer. Um, I don't, I, I, no longer count Pepe among those. I mean, I don't think I, I didn't say that I wanted him gone in the last episode anyway, but, uh, but yeah, he, he seems to have, uh, proven his, his worth, uh, beyond, beyond much of a reasonable doubt in these last uh, few weeks. Well, yeah, I, I, you know, it might, um, sound over the top, but I kind of feel, uh, he may have somewhat carried the team sort of in the last couple of games because uh, performances overall for the team oh, yeah. <laughs> haven't haven't been great. Uh, we've sort of had to rely on sort of individual uh, brilliance uh, to get us out of jail. And uh, yeah, he's been uh, probably one of the better players. Sort of yeah, has suddenly decided I'm going to take the game by scruffing the neck and actually fucking take players on, fucking hit that ball. And he's been uh, yeah getting uh, getting goals. Yeah, he seems to have gained a lot of confidence in his finishing he doesn't um i mean he still he still likes to take like 10 million touches of the ball uh whenever he's got it at his feet but he's his instinct for when to take a shot seems to have improved a lot uh, and he's not necessarily just trying to like place the ball you know he's 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 mixing power with placement as it were you know he's not just sort of trying to like chip the ball every time so that it's easy for the keeper to catch it or for someone to Head it out of the air. Um, he is, yeah. you know, you can see that there is, uh, there is, there's some real power in some of the shots that he's taking, some of the goals that he's scoring. So it's, uh, yeah, like you said, he's kind of, um, he's kind of leading by example. Um, but, but yeah, that, that's that's a that's been a pleasant surprise. But as I was saying, we we did our bit in terms of uh, potentially uh, getting into Europe, but um, fucking Leicester. Uh, let us down, uh, having yeah. having done such a great job in the cup final, beating Chelsea. Uh, they uh, yeah they couldn't couldn't hold on to their lead against uh, against Spurs. No, that was uh, 
you know, could put it down to injuries and whatnot. But um, yeah, it was awfully. It was uh, disappointing. Uh, it's typical, typical bloody Tottenham, fucking, you know. But at the same time, it's I, the Conference League. I I don't really. Uh, do you want to be in Europe? I mean, maybe not being in Europe would be somewhat of a, a blessing in disguise. You know, we don't have to be playing on Thursdays anymore. We, do, we won't have any silly injuries to worry about or whatever. If you can keep a, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could it could mean that our league form uh, improves. I mean, something's got to improve it. Uh it, I, you know, I wonder where that's coming. That's going to come from, but yeah, something's got to something's got to give. Um, so, yeah, maybe without the distraction of being in Europe. I mean, it, it's it's going to be odd. It's the first time in twenty five years that the 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 team haven't played in a European competition. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it'd be, it'd, it, if that means that maybe we could uh, pick up some wins in a, you know maybe another FA Cup or a Carabao Cup or something. Find a you know route into Europe, and again maybe our league form improves. You know we're only only playing one match a, a week most weeks uh, for a change. Then maybe yeah we don't have to worry about picking up so many injuries or so much fatigue in the squad. Maybe that means we can push for a you know if, if, maybe top four. Uh, who knows? Probably not top four, <laughs> but you know better than where we finished this season. I mean I was. I could to um, look at um, how second half of the season compared to first half of the season, and there has been a sort of slight improvement. And overall, if mm. the second nineteen games we were about fifth, we would have been fifth compared to the uh, first half where we finished eleventh. First nineteen games, so the second nineteen games we were like fifth. Mm. Uh, goal dif- goal goal difference improved a lot. I think it was around plus 10 or 12 goal difference in the second half of the season, whereas the first half it was like around four plus four. Um, so, yeah, there's been maybe a yeah. slight improvement, but you could maybe put that down to um, uh, teams like uh, Everton and uh, even Tottenham and Southampton and whatnot, who all plummet, you know, a lot of their form just, just dropped after January, just a lot of them. Yeah, the, the collapse of a lot of teams around us uh, really helped. I mean, yeah, the the fact that we were even in with a chance of uh, getting into seventh place and getting into the Europa Conference yeah. on the last day kind of speaks. It, it it says as much about those other teams around us and their season as as it does uh, as it does with us, I guess. Um, but yeah, it, I, it, you know, it's always fun to sort of. Um, it's always fun to enjoy Spurs' collapse. And also it's sort of, you know, yeah, they've gotten into Europe by the skin of their teeth, but at what cost? Because it does look as though Harry Kane is uh, is is on his way out. He's sort of finally, I mean, it, for the last couple of seasons, you, you've sort of watched on and thought, well, come on, he's got to, unless Spurs start winning trophies, this has got to be the last season, surely. Yeah, well, it was inevitable. And... Um... He'll probably be at um, Man City, saying he wanted to play with uh, Kevin De Bruyne. So uh, you know that I wouldn't mind that. I'd yeah, Guero leaving and um, Gabriel Jesus, I don't think is going to be uh, shipping in twenty plus goals a season. I don't think so. Get in Harry Kane, you know, 
when he's just right at that age, yeah. 27, 28, he's just right at that perfect age. Mm. Where he give him like a four or five year contract and, you know, who knows? Who knows what happened? Maybe he'll be, uh, finally win something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he he is good enough that he deserves to be winning trophies every season. So, it, it, yeah, it'd be yeah, and then you know, and also we don't feel we don't have to feel guilty about kind of you know saying that sort of thing about him if he's not at Spurs anymore. So it's a win-win. Yeah. I, my feeling is that yeah, whichever basically whichever club doesn't, uh, whichever club misses out on signing Erlen Haaland is is going to get Kane. I think that because they're the two kind of. The two hot strikers in Europe right now that everybody's everybody's talking about Kane and Haaland, uh, and it, yeah, I reckon that it, whichever whichever team doesn't get one will get the other. Um, you know, so we'll see how it plays out. Like you said, Kane has has mentioned that he'd like to play with uh, Kevin De Bruyne. So Kev- Kevin De- Kevin De Bruyne, Kenneth I, Kenneth De Bruyne. Kenneth there's De Bruyne. so many ways of saying it. Um, yeah. De Bruyne, uh, yes, Kenneth De Bruyne. Uh, he, he, yeah, he said that he he would like to to play with him. So maybe, but then uh, Man City have kind of they they love to throw the money around, but they're not they don't get quite as ridiculous with it as you know, like PSG or you know, they, they do kind of um, if, if they're being kind of uh, asked for a ridiculous sum of money that they don't feel is worth it, they will just walk away. Yeah, he's a bit more um, smarter with his transfers, uh, somewhat Guardiola. I mean, mm. uh, yeah, get him sort of players like Bernardo Silva, who are slightly, uh, or, or even De Bruyne as well. You know, just slightly very technical, but also very very smart mm. players. You know, they, they, and um, but yeah, yeah, uh, it was quite funny on Match of the Day when had, I think they had to bleep him out saying. Something about, or people say I have a uh, uh, fuck off money or something like that. I can't, I, I assume that's what he said. <laughs> they bleeped it out, so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fuck off money or fuck you money. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so just looking at the, the table then, the final standings, yeah, we've, we've, Finished eighth, so managed to get a, a top half finish this season. Yeah, uh, at least um, one point behind Spurs. I mean, sixty-one points, not a bad. I mean, that's that's not a bad uh, total number of points to to get, considering how bad we've been in patches of the season. Um, yeah. So yeah, we we're on sixty-one points, and then Spurs uh, finished on on sixty-two points, just one point. Ahead of us, uh, but yeah, as we say, they're going to be going into next season probably without Harry Kane, and you would assume without Kane, they're going to struggle to hold on to a few others. I mean, I, I, I don't, I'd be surprised if Son stays on without Harry. You know, they formed quite a potent partnership together, uh, yeah. so I, I'd be surprised if he stays on as well. I can't imagine Gareth Bale would uh, want to go back to Spurs. I don't, I don't know what is. Um what he's uh, got his his, uh, his goals is what he wants to do after uh, Euros with Wales. I don't know whether he just wants to like play golf or I don't know. It seems, yeah, it seems like that's pretty much his plan. It's, it's just that, yeah, he's probably going to retire 
after the Euros, and then he can just, you know, fuck off and play golf all day. I mean, from his point of view, it's like, you know, he's won, he's won, you know, so many trophies. It's just like, uh, and he's, he can't go back to Real Madrid because everybody hates him. Uh, and I, from his point of view, I guess he just sort of like, what would be the point of me coming back to Spurs? I, don't, I mean, who even knows if they could afford his wages? I mean, I, I would imagine they've got to be astro- astronomical. Um, so yeah, maybe he'll just say, yeah, no, nah, I'm done. I'm going out on top of, uh, yeah, of, of one, you know, I've won a, a Champions League more or less single-handedly. Um, so I'm, you know, and I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna be able to like win a major tournament with Wales. So yeah, that's pretty much everything I wanted to do. So goodbye. Yeah, he, he, he could get out relatively injury-free, and uh, <laughs> yeah, he can just do whatever he wants. Uh, it's very yeah. good luck. Good luck to him. He yeah. could, uh, yeah, transition into. Transition into becoming a pro golfer, like uh, like when Michael Jordan uh, retired from basketball and became like one of the <laughs> became like a minor league uh, baseball player, like one of the worst baseball players of all time. Yeah, I bet he's. I bet. I bet Gareth Bale's probably one of those people who's he's um he's 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 um he's a bet he's like one of those Mary Sues, you know, those Mary Sues. They just they're just good at everything, you know. He's he's. Yeah. yeah, no, that that thing that definitely exists. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he, he gets to go on the a golf. Very, yeah, he gets on the golf course. Holding one again. He's on fire. This man. He's on. He's just unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And 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 everybody cheers, even though it's you know it's like a public course and it's not. He's not even in a competition, but everybody cheers anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's just a pitch and putt, mate. Card out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's. I mean, quick review of Arsenal's season. I mean, you, you sort of touched on it there. Second half slightly better than the first half. Uh, I think the well, the overall review of the season is that it was bad. Yeah. Um, uh, just not good enough all round. Um. It, unfortunately, it, I because we've ended the season with this sort of string of uh, of, of wins, um, it probably means that Arteta is going to be kept on, doesn't it? Which is annoying. Yeah, yeah. This is the thing. It's like I can well, just see like another season of this sort of stop-start style of play. Yeah, that's the thing. Is uh, I I've sort of I, I I'm not really a fan of his style of football. It's very pedestrian and yeah. just like it's not it's it's not the Arsenal way. Damn it! It's, I know we play passing football, but it's not like completely that rigid. And you know, it's it, it just. But yeah. who can we bring in right now? No one, I don't think, is really out there who's potentially. Well, you know, I mean, Nudo Espirito Santo is uh, is available. Uh, isn't he more like in a way it's just wolves but isn't he just more suited to playing on the counter in that that kind of system he plays but- um i don't know because i like you said i think the 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 squad he had at wolves i think probably just lent itself to that style of play 
I mean, at the very least, he'd get like he'd be able to defensively get us organized better than we are. Mm. Um, and he tends to like he, you know, like he, he's got like that that squad he had at Wolves. He sort of, you know, those first couple of seasons when they came up, they were he basically was using that same starting eleven week in week out for every match for like two seasons. So you'd get some consistency at least. Um, yeah. I, yeah I, it'd be interesting to see what he would do with a, uh, you know, a, a, a bigger club with more options in terms of yeah. the, the types of players that they have and the players they could bring in for him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't rule him out because I think in many ways we do have players that are also kind of more suited to playing counter-attack football. A lot of, a lot of pacey players, mm. they're, not, they're not as technical as like, previous Barcelona players would have been they're more you know they like having that space in front of them to run into and you know it's, yeah. it's just keeping it simple mate just keeping it simple it's not all this trying to turn a winger yeah. into a you know, midfielder four, four, two. not trying to play a hybrid formation that confuses players and then they lose trying the ball. to play hybrid theory yeah it's not Lincoln Park mate it's just keeping the ball it's not Lincoln on Park, the park mate. It's linking the passes. It's about linking passes, linking the, mate. Linking the passes on the park. On the park, mate. Look, we're not we're not crawling around the pitch. We want to get one step closer to a trophy. Fear is how we lose the ball. Confusing, you know, what, and what is really uh, and in the end, that's what football's all about. It does really even matter, you know how you play, and yeah, you know none of this. Just trying to just trying to find somewhere we belong, man. We could we could keep doing this for way too long. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've become so numb to Arteta's style, I just cannot. Yes, I certainly wouldn't become want so tired. To, uh, give him, I, I <laughs> so much I certainly more aware wouldn't want of, to give him a, an. Know, Sorry, I keep interrupting. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't wish him to get an encore featuring Jay-Z. Uh, that one work? We need a reanimation in terms of Arsenal's <laughs> ability. You could be able to forfeit the game before somebody else mm. takes you out of the frame, puts your name to shame. Sorry, yeah, wow. Been... You got bars. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm a rapper. Um. Yeah, we got to we got we got to stop that. Um. Yeah. So that that uh, I mean, I suppose we got a bit of a glimpse of um a possible future signing on Sunday as well in the form of uh, that Eves Basuma. Mm, yeah, uh, he plays for for Brighton. There's a lot of kind of transfer buzz around him from a few teams, but. Uh, the final whistle. It did. It did look very much as though uh, Pepe was sort of more or less giving him a like a guided tour of the stadium. Uh, he was sort of like pointing up at like the directors' boxes and like all around at different points in the ground. Um, so maybe that's a good. Maybe that's a good sign. I don't know. Yeah. You know, they maybe they're they're buddies, so he could help him well, help convince were, him to to sign for us. They were uh, teammates at Lille, so uh, there is that connection. The Lille connection there, you know. That's what You've it got- is. Okay. I, yeah, I wondered. I, I assumed it had to be something like that. And congratulations to Lille um, on winning the league in France. Yeah. Not PSG. Thank, thank God an actual team 
won the league in France. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, thank Christ for uh, yeah for anyone else but PSG winning the league. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So if we could get uh, Basuma in during the summer, I think that would be. I could see him playing very well alongside uh, Tom's Partey. Mm. Um, you know, those those two guys seem like they would complement each other quite well. Yeah, and it seems like quite a nice big physical midfielder, but also got some technical ability in there. You know, can dish out some passes, win the ball back for you. Got, got they won't get bullied. You know, got some. Uh, He's got, yeah, I think he's he 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 had something like the highest uh, like highest uh, tackle rate in the, of any player in the league last season. Um, yeah, he's able just to win the ball back at like anywhere on the pitch. Like you know, he's not afraid to like get forward and win the ball back kind of higher up the pitch, and then like you said, play a pass. So uh, yeah, he the type of player that really we've been crying out for. And then I, the other name that we keep getting linked with is. Um, Emmy Buendia at, uh, at Norwich. Um, again, you know, a very creative uh, sort of attacking midfielder, the type of player that we've been, uh, well, basically we've been relying pretty much solely on Emil Smith-Rowe. Um, so it'd be nice to like not have to put that much pressure on him, you know, to have another player that's able to do that for us. Yeah. I don't know what's been going on with Wilfred Zaha whether because now Roy Hodgson's uh, retiring um, or leaving Palace um, I can't imagine that Wilfred Zaha would want to keep on at Palace unless he just feels that that's his that's where he belongs now but I you know we've always been it almost happened mm. a couple of, last year or a couple of years ago do you think we should try and make a move for Wilfred Zaha I feel like the moment's passed. Um, you know what I mean? Like it, I, we, th- so the story goes is that we, we wanted to bring him in. Uh, Palace wouldn't let him go. And then that's why we ended up uh, paying so much for Pepe because we, we had to kind of, you know, sort of settle for our second choice as it were. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel like the, yeah, the, the moment to sign him has maybe passed because it's, it's not like he's been linked with a bunch of other teams since since that moment, you know? Like it's been two seasons since then. And I feel like I don't I don't hear him like being linked with a lot of other kind of big clubs around Europe or around the premiership anymore. Um and it it yeah, he's sort of I don't know. He's capable of uh kind of, you know, doing doing some cool stuff, but he doesn't seem to do it every single week. Um, and he just seems like a bit of a prick as well. <laughs> you know, mm. all of his, all of his diving and complaining, he doesn't get penalties and stuff. And he, yeah, I, my mom has a nickname for him. She calls him little shit. Because uh, <laughs> okay. in her, in her words, uh, he always looks like he's about to cry. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I I would say there's there's better options out there. If, hell, I mean, there's probably better options in the squad at the moment. You know, if we're talking about like pacey wingers uh, that can create and you know that can create chances and and finish chances for us. I mean, you know, we got Martinelli, we got Saka. I, yeah. We, now we've got oh. Pepe in some scoring form. Um, you know, we uh, uh, Reese Nelson if. If he ever gets to play again, <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I, I yeah, I, I wouldn't say that he would be a priority signing for us. Not even, um, I don't know, try bringing Odegaard because I, I doubt he's still going to get a place at Real Madrid. I just, um, I don't know what's going to be going on over at Real Madrid, but do you think he's worth another loan spell or? I think he, yeah, I mean, he, 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 he looked good uh, on Sunday and he's, he's looked good in like, you know, in a, a couple of matches. It, it, it's, it, I just, I just don't see it happening. I think you're right. He's not going to, he's probably not going to get back in the team at Madrid. Um, but I don't see him signing for us permanently either, just because that's probably, again, probably too expensive. It's, it's mm. going to be, it's going to be more than what they would want to spend, I would reckon. And again, I would imagine his wages are fairly ridiculous as well. Mm. Yes, we we won't want we don't want Sabas back now. I I was um, somewhat positive when he initially was loaned in, but he's sort of eh. yeah, mm, just. Eh. I think yeah, over the over the two seasons, uh, yeah, it's sort of become, uh, it yeah, it's become more and more obvious that that yeah, why he why he wasn't getting in the Madrid team, um, and it yeah, I mean as as we've talked about extensively, he's cost us quite a few important games so i uh, yeah send him back you know you know if him going back to madrid means that we get you know uh eve basuma then you know fucking win-win <laughs> yeah it's what's what's annoying is i can imagine like united just trying to sign basuma out of spite you know they're just they don't want any they don't want Arsenal to get him so like someone like chelsea or man united are just gonna fucking just buy him. They won't ever play him, but they'll just buy him anyway, like because they can. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it, there is those the teams that do have like the, you know the the insane mega bucks do do like to sort of buy players seemingly to weaken other teams, you know, just so that no one else can get them. Um, but I don't know, you know. I mean, ultimately, I suppose it, it's. It'd be down to you know, it'd be down to him, you know, like it, it, how he wants his career to go. You know, he could sit on the bench for you know two or three seasons at Chelsea uh, before before moving on to you know playing in Turkey or China or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm hopeful that you know he'll he'll make the right decision, and of course, the right decision is signing for Arsenal. Uh, yeah. so. <laughs> you don't yeah. you don't want to be I, like yeah, it'd be um, nice if we if. You don't want to be like, uh, was it Bakayoko? Went to Chelsea with all that hype, and then what? A season later, was out, was loaned oh, out yeah. to Milan, and then now he's at, he's at Napoli now. But he was, you know, somehow he just uh, went down to pecking order at Chelsea, and now he's playing in Italy. Is that is that how you want your? Not that. I mean, Napoli's not the worst club, but still. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's there's better examples of you know players that have signed for Chelsea and kind of just disappeared. I mean. You know, Danny Drinkwater is a good example. Oh yeah, um, Ross Ross Barkley. I mean, I was stunned to find out that Ross, Ross Barkley has thirty three England caps, which seems, uh, frankly, irresponsible that, yeah. that that was that was ever allowed to happen. Um, I know at one point he was sort of like a promising young midfielder, but thirty three caps seems yeah. insane to me. 
Dross Barkley owned absolutely yeah owned don't get it but luckily I, don't, I, I wonder what the, his deal uh, is because he seems to he seems to fall out with uh like just I don't know the people in charge wherever he goes because he went on loan to Villa this season started out pretty well you know it looked like he was sort of maybe going to get back to playing regularly and looking like the 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 Ross Barkley of old but he doesn't seem to be able to get in the team there much at all now. Like it, you know, they've they've had a very strong season, and he's sort of barely featured in the latter stages of it. Even though they've had like you know injuries to other kind of prominent midfielders, so it, I he I don't know I don't know what is does he just piss everybody off or uh, what is it? I think everyone just figures out he's crap, mate. He's not good enough. He doesn't. Um... Yeah, <laughs> that's probably it. Yeah, he's not. You know. Who's it they have in their midfield down? They got that um Sanson, his name is, I think, from uh Marseille, I think. And um who else mm. they got? McGinn. So they I think they got maybe that McGinn looks quite good. Yeah, they got they got the midfielders who I and, think were um our Lord and Saviour, Jack Grealish, of course. Yeah, the the greatest um player of all time. Jack Grealish. But yeah, uh, I think yeah. Asavir's midfield slightly those two look like they slightly work better. Then uh, I don't think Ross Barkley is much of a defensively minded player. I think he just wants to, you know, be the kind of uh, old school number ten. Just have all the skills and all the, but won't work hard for you. Mm. But <laughs> that's, yeah, that's my view. Which is weird because I feel like he had a reputation for being more of a kind of. Uh you know, sort of like a, a sort of hard-working central midfield guy. But yeah, I, maybe that's maybe that's what's let him down, this, you know, this sort of later stage of his career. But uh, but anyway, yeah, as you were you were attempting to set up a segue for us and I kind of steamrolled yeah. it. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that means we can sort of go nicely into talking about the uh, the provisional Euro squad for, uh, for, for England. Um, and it's a bit of a weird one. Because traditionally, the provisional squad only has 30 players in it and then gets whittled down. Uh, normally, it'd be whittled down to 23 players, wouldn't it? But this this year, it's 26 players. Um, but yeah, we've got today... Well, I mean, today, the time of recording. We're recording this on Tuesday. Uh, Gareth Southgate has named a 33-man provisional squad for England. Yeah. And um, not a whole lot of big surprises a lot, a lot of it is just like oh well I knew they would get picked um, trying to look see who um, well Ben White yeah, I mean, Brighton it, that's about it sort of he's never been picked before uh, or um, Sam, yeah, Sam there's a, Johnson there's a few uncapped players there Sam Johnson West yeah. Brom goalkeeper um, well yeah Sam Johnston I think was he was in the squad for I think the um those last qualifiers that we played back in March or whatever it was. Um but yeah, I think yeah, uh there's a few uncapped players as uh Ben White was uh, Ben Godfrey as well, I believe, has never been capped uh for England. And uh I think Aaron Ramsdale as well. Um so yeah. Oh yeah, and Sam Johnson's uncapped as well. Why did I think he? Well, I guess he never played. Um, but yeah, but I mean, 
I don't know. It, yeah, like you said, it, there's not really any shocks there. I mean, Patrick Bamford not being included, uh, I suppose, is the that's the main thing people are going to complain about if things if yeah. things go wrong. But I mean, really, with the I I, I, don't, I failed to see how we could realistically hope to like break into the team ahead of you know ahead of like Harry Kane and um. You know, uh, Rashford, Sterling, Calvert Lewin, Ollie Watkins, um, you know, and then even, you know, like, like Phil Foden can play up front as well. You know, like it, it just, uh, yeah, I, it's, I don't see how it would, uh, yeah, how he could realistically hope to kind of get in there. But yeah, but I mean, it's, it's weird because obviously the, you know, 33 man squad, a lot of these, there's going to be so much like whittling down that has to go on uh, to before the actual squad gets announced. So, yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of a weird time. It almost feels like because he's only picked like is it seven midfielders? He's almost more just deciding which defenders and forwards he's going to pick. Seems like he's picked his midfield already. With, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think the. The midfield, I guess, yeah, the midfield does kind of pick itself when you think that, yeah, that like, you know, uh, Henderson and uh, Mason Mount, um, Calvin Phillips has played the last few, uh, you know, England matches. And then, you like, you know, Declan Rice, um, Messi Lingard back in the side, <laughs> yeah, yeah. as we predicted, you know. It's the it's, wild card. Yeah. So I think, it, yeah, it's going to be a lot of kind of whittling down, of the, like you said, those sort of basically which which defenders are going to be fit after um, the Champions League final and the Europa League final. Because there's a huge question mark over Harry, Harry Maguire, isn't there, about whether he's going to be uh, yeah. fit to play. Uh, my prediction is because he's named Harry and, you know, we know how Harry Kane is, um, he's going to rush himself back to fitness before he's fully ready. Um, and then, uh, won't ever be like fully fit for the, you know, for the, the actual tournament. Um, and you know, it'll, it'll kind of cost us that he's, uh, just sort of, you know, try to push himself to get back before he's ready. Yeah. Why don't they go for, uh, Rob Holding? You know, he's right there. Why not pick, uh, Rob Holding, mate? He's been, he's had a decent, decent season. Yeah, pass. I mean, yeah, Bob Bob Holding, uh, Bob Holding's had a, a, a decent season. I mean, it, but it, then it's just sort of like I don't know, like Rob Holding's agenda. probably only played like it's well. <laughs> I kidding. I mean, you know, I, statistically, yeah, I mean, statistically, he's probably kept nowhere near as many clean sheets as a lot of these others that are named yeah. here. But also, like, he probably also hasn't just he as we've as we talked about uh, in the last episode. The constant kind of swapping around of our back four means that none of our defenders have really had like a solid run inside this season. Whereas a lot of these other defenders that are named in the uh, provisional squad here have been kind of, you know, more or less ever present, you know, whatever injuries they may have had aside, they've been more or less ever present for their teams this season. You know, you think like um, uh, Tyrone Mings uh, for Villa or, you know, Connor Cody at Wolves. Um and uh, you know yeah Ben Chilwell at Chelsea, those guys would have played more or less every single match for for their teams this season. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I was I was just having a little little uh, 
bit of a bit of a joke there. <laughs> you know me. Um, yeah, well, you've been debunked. You've been debunked, bitch. Yeah, with, with facts and logic. My my. I've fact, completely destroyed you with facts and logic. Just debunked me all over my face. Just oh, facts and logic all over. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clean yourself up. I got some um, um, but yeah, we. Uh, I mean, like you said, not many surprises. I mean, I, I keep seeing on like football Twitter there. If people seem to have, I don't know where this has come from. I think it's purely just based on the fact that Trent Alexander Arnold wasn't named in the the like the last squad for the last couple of qualifiers that England had. Yeah. But everybody seems to have decided that he's just not going to be in the squad for the Euros, um, which seems insane to me. Like, obviously, he's going to be in the squad. Like, it, this is yeah. like it, the, the announcement that he's in the provisional squad should surprise no one. But there's been all these sort of Goldbridge types are just sort of like, you know, apparent, apparently he's not going to be in the team for the Euros. It's just like, what are you basing that on? Yeah, basically, because he wasn't picked for, were they friendlies? Or were they no, they were qualifiers, weren't they? No, they were they were qualifiers. But yeah, yeah because yeah. he wasn't because these people have fucking goldfish brains. It's <laughs> like, oh well he wasn't in the most recent England squad. Because at the time Liverpool weren't doing so good and Trent had sort of a dip in form and maybe Gareth Southgate was like, Well, maybe I won't pick him this time round. Just And I think wasn't he didn't unfortunately Gareth Southgate if he says anything, you know. Didn't he say something like, Well, Trent Alexander-Arnold can be caught out defensively at times, or he's not as good or reliable, or something like that. I may be paraphrasing really badly there, but maybe, pa- yeah. Apparently, he said something like that, and that that just and then uh, Trent um, answered those critics by scoring. Uh, was it that, that that goal against Aston Villa? I remember. Uh, was it back in March? Yeah, well, and he also set up. Uh, uh, was it two, at least two of the goals against us yeah. when we played them and they beat us three nil? Um, so it, yeah, it, I mean, it, I, I think also it's worth bearing in mind that like one of those one of those qualifiers was against San Marino. So it's like yeah. if you're going to pick a game to experiment and you know maybe bring in some younger players or some uncapped players. That would be the one, like you know, there, there's like that match and that whoever we it was that we played after that. It's like yeah, we have got like one, one serious match really that we have to play. Like the San Marino one is just an absolute. That's an absolute freebie. So yeah, you can drop some of the more the names that are maybe a little more established that you've been you know been using recently and try some new options because you've got like you know you, you've got this this tournament in the summer. So uh, yeah, the idea that you dropped him. I mean, like you said. It coincided with a slight dip in form, but Liverpool ended the season very strongly, and they've managed to, you know, they managed to get back into the top four, and they'll be in the Champions League next year. So, yeah, I I, I feel like there's no question about whether that he's actually going to be in the 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 proper squad. He might not be starting every match, but like you know, we're in a position where we've got enough quality in most positions in this squad now that we can kind of rotate from match to match, and maybe you know save some players for later games, you know, keep them fit or whoever's, you know, play people based on form. It's uh yeah, it's uh it's an exciting time. Yeah. It's really weird being somewhat positive about England because you know, 
you you feel like Allah oh, just kind of lets down in the end. But you know, it, it's not like back in I don't know two thousand eight or two thousand twelve, where we were kind of like, uh, yeah, uh, maybe Rooney might do something, but it's still a lot of the team is getting yeah. on. Not not a whole lot of great technical ability, but now it's like, oh my god, look at all these players we got. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's amazing. We've got like, we've got like multiple players from like other that that don't all just play in the Premier League. You know, like we you know got like, you know, we got like players from La Liga and the Bundesliga in the yeah. squad. Yeah, got to actually uh, play. You know, different styles of football elsewhere in Europe. Well, he may be Jaden Sancho may be in Germany, but we all know where you know his heart truly lies. Uh, it's with uh, Manchester yeah. United, of course. He's he's more or less on. Of loan. course, yeah. You can take the lad. <laughs> you can take the lad out of Manchester. You know, a place he's never been before. You know, never, has no no connection to. But uh, yeah, you can't you can't I take the Manchester was, out of the lad. If I may debug you, sir, I think he was at Man City when he was like in the youth academy or whatever. You think is that right? No, I'm just looking it up now, and it says uh, you're stupid and everyone hates you. So well, I already do that. Yeah. <laughs> Someone, I've just looked him up on Wikipedia. Uh, and there's a photo of him uh, playing for um, playing for Dortmund. The caption says, "Sancho playing for Manchester United in 2020." Brilliant, <laughs> nice. These fucking losers never stop. Yeah, it does look as a, as a oh. youth player. He uh, was at Watford and Man City. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that classic. Uh, yeah, the classic Watford to Man City pipeline. Um, yeah, he's born in Camberwell in London, so yeah, but you know, the uh, the uh, he's definitely going to United because you know, every player wants to play for United, it's the best club in the world, you know, it's the uh, yeah, it's it's they're the, they're the Stonehenge of football, as as, as Goldbridge put it, Westminster Abbey, you know, the, as we said, the Druids yeah. and everybody, the big United. They're, <laughs> Have you seen the like the clips of him uh, playing uh, Grand Theft Auto, where like the 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 chat keep like trolling him? It's it's really funny. Like he, there was one where it was like he was, I think he was doing like some sort of racing mission or something. Like he's in like this sort of souped up uh, sports car, and he's like, "How do I get the how do I get the nitro? What's what's the button for the nitro?" Um, and they tell uh, the someone in the chat tells him it's like. I think is it triangle to like get in and out of cars in in Grand Theft Auto? They tell him that it's triangle, and then he just immediately like his his character just flies out of the side of the car and immediately dies. Brilliant! Oh man! Oh, just and, I, um, I love the one I saw most recently was him. Uh, he he was uh, somebody. Somebody told him uh, that if you go to the shoe shop, you can get. Um, you can get trainers that make you run faster. And uh, like they were direct, they were giving him directions, like telling him it's where the shoe shop was. And it turns out it was just the strip club. I've got to see this. It's just like, it, just Goldbridge. Like, yeah. Just pulling up in the car. And he's just like, is this, is this the shoe shop? No, oh, this isn't a shoe shop. 
No, I've been had. I've been, they've, they've bantered me. Like he's, he's, he's so disappointed that it's not like a trainer shop, but that he's been tricked into going to a strip club. That's great. I've got to see this, but I've uh, sort of uh, been avoiding uh, that for the most part and avoiding uh, seeing his tweets because he's, uh, he annoys me. He infuriates me with some of it. Some of the, yes. Some of the- well, yeah, I mean, that's not, that's not controversial. Um, but, um, I mean, yeah, the only other sort of uh, uh, Man United Twitter news is that United Trey is actually being uh, quite positive about Pepe, um, which is uh, surprising. But then it also makes me doubt that maybe it's like, oh, well, if, if United Trey thinks he's good, maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe that's a sign. As soon as Pepe has a bad spell, they'll immediately go back to, oh, 72 million Arsenal fans, oh, you're an idiot. Yeah. It's always the way. It is very funny how they're all like falling. They're falling over themselves to talk about how great uh, Cavani is uh, compared to how much they were complaining when they first signed him. You know, it's just the, yeah. how angry they were that they were signing this aging striker instead of <laughs> instead of all you know all summer long they'd been linked with this promising young winger and then like oh no we're going to sign a fucking you know th- whatever he is thirty four year old striker just shows no ambition at the club. Glazers out. They haven't spent mm. any money. Yeah, except well, for all all of the money that they've spent. Anyway, um, yeah, that's the, we can't keep talking about Man United. Um, was there any other football news? Um, I don't no, think really. Oh, we sort of touched on like the you know transfer rumors and. League's all wrapped up. Um, well, commiserations to Bournemouth, I guess, for uh, getting knocked out of the playoffs. Um, you know, great, great win in the first leg of the uh, the semis against uh, against Brentford, but it looks as though a, a dodgy refereeing decision has ended up kind of costing them dear there, and you know, giving them a uh, giving Brentford a a penalty, and then uh, I think a moment of madness from was it Chris Meffham, uh, one of the Bournemouth defenders, just oh. ended up getting getting himself sent off about half an hour into the match. So yeah, uh hopefully next season they'll be they'll be back in the uh back in the premiership. But uh yeah, heartbreak for heartbreak for for Bournemouth. Um yeah, anything else football wise that we desperately need to discuss? No, that's more or less it, I think. Season's over. I can relax now. Ah <sighs> I mean Yeah. Just got the Euros to come up and you know, hopefully that'll be fun, but I always sweat a ton if I watch Yeah, it, I can't so. wait. <laughs> I'll watch everyone else, so I won't watch England. I think <laughs> I think it's in it on it's on at the same time as uh, the Copper America. Uh, so like yeah. you could I mean you could potentially just be watching like international matches all day, you know, you could watch like the Copper America features and then watch the yeah, whichever games are on in the Euros that day. Imagine. Imagine there's no heaven, mate. Wait a minute. Why did I say that? uh, Sorry. As Paul Paul McCartney (laughs) once told us. As Paul McCartney once said. I don't know why I said that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, Okay. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to do a quiz. We haven't done a quiz for a while. Um, so yeah, get, uh, get your thinking hat on Lawrence and 
prepare for content. And we are back. So, as promised, uh, we're going to do a, a quiz. Now, there is, uh, Lawrence, you will no doubt be aware of this as the uh, hip young millennial that you are. Oh, yeah. There is a new teen pop sensation uh, currently uh, ruling the airwaves or whatever. The Spotify airwaves, playlists. Radio. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's, she's all over the Spotify algorithm. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, everybody's <clears throat> talking about her. Uh, we're all so happy that she's, you know, broken through and gotten famous. Everybody was certainly aware of who she was uh, yeah. before her album came out a week ago. Yep. Um, so with that in mind, I figured you clearly, uh, you more than anyone is uh, going to be, uh, you know, aware of, uh, of this, this young woman. Ab- absolutely. So let's do a Olivia. Yes. So it won't be any skin off your back if we do a nope. Olivia Rodrigo general knowledge quiz. Rubbing uh, my hands in anticipation. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So this is brought to us courtesy of umusic.co.nz. So I assume that's a New Zealand-based website. Um, okay. So we got uh, how many questions here? We got eight questions here. Um, I reckon you can probably get about a hundred percent on this. So question number one, uh, what Disney, sorry, start again. What Disney channel show did Olivia appear on? Uh, got four (laughs) options here. Raven's home, shake it up. Uh, (laughs) something called H S M T M T S. Is that high school uh, musical? Or Hannah Montana. H is the high school musical Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think is, is what that means. I that guess. sounds I, awesome. I don't know. What the fuck is that? Uh, hmm. uh, <laughs> so yeah, which of those Disney shows was, was Olivia on? Um the the first one? Raven's Home. Okay, you're going to go with Ra- A, Raven's Home. Uh, now, question two. Um, <laughs> I guess they were sort of banking on uh, people not scrolling any further than the first question uh, so that this second question wouldn't be visible uh, while you're trying to answer the first one. What song did Olivia write for HSMTMTS? Uh, so... I guess I, I assume that's a high. It must be a high school musical related thing. I just don't know what all the other, all the rest of those letters are. Um, so yeah, the uh, the the four options we got here: "All I Want," "Breaking Free," "We're All in This Together," or "Bop to the Top." Uh, let's go with "Bop to the Top." I was going to say I like the sound of that one as well. Um, okay. What was Olivia's debut single? Now, this is going to be easy for you. Obviously, you're such a big fan. Um, Deja Vu, Brutal, Driver's License, or Good For You. Uh, four is the number four, obviously. And the U is the letter U. Now, I, th- I think it's Driver's License. I'm good with Driver's License because I, I, I follow a lot of um, extremely 
uh, cool people on Twitter, and they're all in the know, and I think they were talking about this. Uh, so I, I thanks mm. to them. I think this one is driver's license. I might be wrong, but I'm gonna go with it okay. for the for the funsies because it's a bit of fun. Okay, well let's uh, that your 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 uh, Twitter TL might also help you with this next question. What is Olivia's debut album called? Uh, the four options here are sour, raw, poor, or sore. Oh, oh! I don't know. Uh, ooh. Um, it's just what was the? Give it again. Just a quick rundown again. Um, poor saw. Okay, so uh, I'll, I'll I'll give you the spellings as well because obviously some of these are um, uh, what do you call them? Homophones. 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 Sound the same. Um, homonym. Homonym. Maybe. Uh, yeah, homophones. Um, so yeah, uh, sour. So S U. Nope, that's not S O U R. Raw. So that's uh, R O A R, not R A W. Uh, poor, which is P O U R, and sore. Uh, S A. Nope. Again, the fuck is wrong with me? Um, S O A R, as in like you know, saw like a bird. Oh, let's go. Let's go with that one. Sounds like sort of the name you would give okay. your debut album. Saw like a like a like a bird. You're soaring because you're yeah, debut. I, I, I can't fault that logic. Um, how old is Olivia? Uh, 21, 16, 23, or eighteen? Oh, I'm I'm just go 20, 20, 20, 21. I don't know. I just go twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. The uh, legal drinking age for the United States. Um, okay. Uh, so number six, we got they they want you to finish the song lyric here. Um, well, actually, you're not you're not finishing it. You're filling in the blank word that's in the middle of it. Um, so car rides to Malibu, blank ice cream. One spoon for two. Uh, and then the, the, the four options here. Strawberry, vanilla, caramel, or chocolate? Um, let's, uh, let's go caramel. Caramel okay. ice cream, <clears throat> one spoon for two. Okay. Um, what was the name of Olivia's character in... Uh, high School Musical Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, uh, oh, you probably want some options there, don't you? Sorry, I, I was just expecting you to guess. Um, so the, the four options here, Ashlyn, Ricky, Nini, or Gina? Let's go Ashlyn. It sounds like that. That sounds like the sort of name that... Ashlyn. They always use... That kind of name. Yeah, it's a very American kind of name, isn't it? Um, and then similarly, what character did Olivia play on Bizardvark? I guess that's another TV show. Uh, Bizardvark. Um, the choices here are Frankie, Amelia, Dirk, or Paige. Uh, 
I'm going to go with Frankie. They always kind of give like a somewhat a boy sounding. No, I don't want to start that kind of, that whole can of worms, but Frankie, let's go Frankie. Okay. You know, so you know, <laughs> you don't reckon it's Dirk. You don't reckon that they made this teenage well, girl play a character named Dirk. Could do, but maybe Frankie sounds more like. <laughs> uh, yeah, Frankie seems plausible for a, what I assume is a Disney show. Um, okay, let's see how you did. Just waiting for the results. Okay, and so how do you, how do you think uh, you you got on there? Given that it's I like think, I said, it's uh, it's eight eight I questions. So out of eight. Eight out of eight. I think I think I did extremely well. You got a hundred percent. You reckon? Okay. I I really do. Um. Well, you you're close. You're close. You got one. Uh, oh. you got one one out of eight there. Oh. Um. So let's let's just one hundred uh, out of eight. And see. One. You got yeah. One hundred out of eight. Um. Out of eight questions, you answered a hundred of them correctly. Um. So Olivia Rodrigo's debut album is called Sour, apparently, uh, not oh. Sore. Um, the name of her character in High School Musical Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, is Nini, which doesn't feel like a real name. Um, not Ashlyn, as, as you predicted. Uh, the ice cream that she's talking about in the car rides to Malibu is strawberry rather than caramel. Of course. Uh, I mean, I... I would have picked either the I would have picked either caramel or chocolate. Just that's you know that's my preference. Um, the Disney show that she appeared on. I mean, as we found out later in the quiz, uh, High School Musical, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, not Raven's Home. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo is apparently eighteen years old, uh, so she's not yet able to legally drink in the United States, but she can. You know, I guess. When she's able to tour, uh, she'll be able to, you know, when she comes to the UK, she can, you know, she can have a pint. She can get a, you know, get a bottle of uh, Newcastle Brown or whatever it is that, that teen girls like to drink. I don't know. Um, the debut single, uh, is that's the only one you got correct. Driver's License was apparently her debut single. So yes. You're, 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 uh, yes. Yes. Your, your Twitter peeps uh, really helped you out. They really bailed you out on that one. Um, yeah. The name of her character on Bizardvark uh, is apparently called Paige, not Frankie uh, or, or Dirk. Um, and the song that she wrote for High School Musical Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, is called All I Want, not Bop to the Top. Damn. Um, but, I mean, that's a free song title for you. Seems, you, know, you, you, could, you could write a song called Bop to the Top, I reckon. I think I could. I could. I think I will. Yeah. That was, okay. that was that was um, fun. I got everything wrong. Yeah, but. so that that satisfies. <laughs> I th- we learned a lot, though. You know, we learned a lot about youth culture. That you know, we are being. Yeah, it's it, all quicker, repetitive. quicker and quicker. More and more, we are being left behind by. Um, yeah, it's you know, but it's with, with each the, passing year. But it's all the same crap. But these these kids act like they invented everything. <laughs> Yeah, you know that, but but somehow we're exempt from that. We 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 didn't when we did it. It was cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, that fulfills the uh, the quiz segment of the show. Uh, we uh, we we next 
simply must get into, uh, you know, the thing. What's it called? Cultural appropriation. Yes. So here we go. Cultural appropriation. This is the bit in the show where we talk about uh, bits and pieces that we like away from football, uh, you know, telly and films and music and that, uh, that you, the listener, may also enjoy. So, uh, Lawrence, uh, have you actually got anything prepared this week or do you want me to talk for a bit? Well, I do have one thing, but it's kind of a silly one because I haven't like listened to a whole bunch of um, music or TV again. Sorry, I just, it's been such a crazy few days. I need to um, buckle down mm. again. Sorry, listen. But I would like to just maybe one thing I could recommend is kind of a silly one that uh, uh, is a show uh, on <laughs> on CBBS that me and my nephew like to watch. Uh, well, CBBC. Oh hell CB- yeah, CBBC. I think, and it's Andy's dinosaur okay, so he's adventure. Too, he's too old for CBBS. Uh, well, is it that it could go? Anyway, it's uh, it's uh, Andy's dinosaur adventure. I've been we've been watching that on iPlayer. Cool. And uh, you know, it's kind of fun. It's it's a nice fun show about dinosaurs. I like dinosaurs. He likes we like we both like dinosaurs. And uh, it's about it's just a it, you know, this guy Andy. He works at the museum, and uh, he's he's kind of he's a he's well-meaning, but he's clumsy, and uh, he you know knocks over. You know the uh, the display piece, and he's like, "Oh no, what am I going to do? How am I going to fix this? I know, I'll go back in time to the Cretaceous and get a T Rex skull or something." And um, <laughs> he, uh, it's kind of like uh, Forrest Gumpy in that he they basically impose him on like walking with dinosaurs. They show they get clips from walking mm. with dinosaurs, and he's like, "Oh my god, oh, it's T Rex! Oh my god, he's nicked my bag! Oh no!" It's, uh, yeah, it's, 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 I quite quite enjoy it. It's quite fun. I mean, you, you you had me at Forrest Gump with dinosaurs. I mean, that's I yeah. can't believe no one's thought of do it, like doing that before. That's genius. You just <laughs> you impose him in the image, and they're like they create a selfie. He's got to go back. He's got to go get like a bit of pumice stone from the volcano, and he's got to get mm. the 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 um, Diplodocus egg. This oh this is this is uh, yeah this is all right. <laughs> I, mean, I was enjoying it with a nephew. Like I'm just it. looking up. Uh, yeah, I've just looked up on Wikipedia. It looks like it's Andy. Andy Day is the guy that uh, yeah. he's the, the titular Andy. Um, and he yeah, I mean he's he's got all sorts of uh, shows here. I mean he's got yeah, Andy's Andy's Dinosaur Adventures, Andy's Secret Hideout, Andy's Wild Workouts, Andy's Safari Adventures, Andy's Prehistoric Adventures. Andy's Aquatic Adventures, Andy and the Band. Um, yeah. Yeah, this guy's pretty prolific from the looks of it. He's got hair like me, sort of, a bit, bit, bit curlier and a bit darker. I've got more slightly blonder and less curly, but he's, his hair reminds me of me. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's I have to show. object to you referring to yourself as blonder. Well, in what well, world you is your see, hair blonder than... You, you can't see in this light, unfortunately, but in... Um, when there's like in this proper daylight, you could see the sort of blonde tint to my hair. There's this sort of blondish mm. uh, sort of. I, don't, I can't believe no one's ever noticed. Like I, you can always say I've always got this. I think you should. Uh, no, I think you should. You should just commit and just get like actual highlights. Just bring them out. Well, maybe who knows? 
might be fun. But um, get some streaks. No, I've always I've always had this sort of blonde sort of glow tint, and people used to say, "You dyed your hair. You dyed your hair." It's like, no, this is natural. It's natural. I'm just, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm just built yeah, different. Okay. I'm just, but yeah. Um, Andy's dinosaur right, adventure. Uh, fun for, Richard. fun for all the family. You know, not just for kids. It's a nice show about dinosaurs. You learn about dinosaurs. I mean, well, I, 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 I sit there and I turn into a nerd and I'm like, how do you know that? How do you know? But I then realize it's just a kid show. Calm down, <laughs> sir, sir. I questioned. I questioned your to debunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean but... that is. I mean that is basically what like eighty percent of Twitter is, isn't it? You know, it's yeah. like it, just because the show isn't on CBBS. I mean, people are trying to. You know, people. Do, I mean, do that stuff with all the Marvel. You know, the Marvel crap, don't they? I mean, it's there was that yeah. uh, tweet where it was like. <laughs> well, there was some woman saying that like uh, like Spider Man isn't like it's some. Some insane theory about the fact, like about uh, Spider Man not being working class in the new Marvel movies or something. Um, And I can't remember who it was, uh, but like they quote tweeted it and just said, "Yeah, it's the it's the same thing with Paw Patrol. It used to be really good, but now it's just stupid crap for babies. It's just (laughs) yeah, Yeah. people uh, love to." yeah, I don't know. Get way too invested in entertainment that's for for kids, uh, but yeah, Andy and the dinosaurs. Check it out. Andy's dinosaur adventure. Fun, fun stuff. That's it. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? Um, a B. I do. I, I care. <laughs> yeah, go watch your baby shows. Um, I'll recommend on on the the opposite end of the scale. Uh, I'll recommend a, a TV show that is that is just for adults. Um, I don't I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any dinosaurs in it either. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been uh, watching Mayor of East Town. Uh, that's currently airing on uh, HBO in the states and uh, Sky Atlantic in the UK. Um, I've not seen the most recent episodes. I think I'm, I'm one episode behind, but. Um, yeah, I've been it's it's I've been really enjoying it. Um, sort of one of those shows where a lot of people are talking about it on Twitter. But if you can kind of cut through the noise and just watch the the show itself, it's um it's it's very good. It's sort of you know about a small town in Philadelphia. Kate Winslet, uh, to her credit, does a very good uh, Philadelphia accent. Considering you know the rich lineage of British actors doing absolutely dog shit American accents. Um, she does, she does a very good job, uh, especially because like the Philly accent is such a specific one in, in, you know, in the kind of, in the pantheon of, uh, you know, of weird American accents, the, the Philly accent, you know, that they're, they're the guys that pronounce, uh, water as wooder, you know, you gotta get a glass of wooder. And like, you know, there's like scenes where she's talking to her kids and stuff. It's like, did you do your homework? Uh, you know, so they, they talk all fucked up like that. Um, yeah, she's really great in it. Jean Smart, uh, who plays her mum, is also really great in it. I think a lot of people might have, they might be familiar with her if they've watched, uh, the Fargo TV series. She was in season two of that as kind of the, um, sort of matriarch that has to take over a crime family, uh, you know, with, uh, varying degrees of success. But she, yeah, she was great in that. Um, she's great in this, uh, and it's uh, yeah, sort of a very um, absorbing story about there's a 
missing girl in a small town, uh, and then another girl winds up dead in mysterious circumstances and sort of, you know, trying to find out if there's a, a link between them or what that link could be, or if that, you know, if, if there even is a link and then there's all sorts of other kind of, you know, small town stuff going on in the background. Everybody knows each other and whatnot. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a good watch. Uh, so check that out and I'll recommend, I'll, well, I, I, I you know, shouldn't be, uh, bigging up the competition, but I'll I'll recommend another podcast um, that I've been enjoying the the E one podcast or ep- episode one E one podcast uh, I've been listening to, which is uh, very funny. It's sort of the the premise is that each episode is a uh, <laughs> each episode is the the only episode of a like podcast that's ever been recorded. So it's like a pilot episode for like a single podcast that you know never went anywhere it was three guys that kind of play the various characters they have a lot of guests on there as well you know people from like chapo trap house and and uh, people like that um on on there sort of playing different they play different characters so like one of the ones i listened to recently was called uh it's called shredders and it's like four guys that are all guitar players that are all you know, like they're but they're all like like different styles of guitar players you got one that's sort of like a like the sort of typical frazzled like British rocker, like the guy's always like one time, yeah, I had sex with Steven Tyler, um, you know. And but then there's also like a guy that works in the guitar shop that is like only interested in like sweet picking and like you know like playing like the most complicated music possible, regardless of whether anyone enjoys it or not. Um, so yeah, it, that's that's uh, that's a fun listen. You know, each episode's only about an hour long, and it's yeah, that's. They're always uh, they're always pretty funny, so check out the E One podcast and continue to check out the Junior Funners podcast as you have been if you've made it this far into the show. If you're uh, if you're still listening, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, if you want to correspond with us in any way, you can do so via the internet. Uh, they've got this thing now called electronic mail, and we we managed to get one. We managed to snag ourselves in a electronic mail address. Uh, Juniorfunners at gmail.com. If you uh, got anything, you got anything you want to say to us, bitch? Uh, just kidding, just funning you. Um, but uh, yeah, send us you know emails with questions, comments, suggestions. You know, I, I don't know what you'd be suggesting, but yeah. Um, and you can also follow us on Twitter at Junior Funners on Twitter. We've got a Facebook page as well. Listen to us on Spotify, I guess. If you, I mean, you're already listening to us somehow anyway, but I mean, if that's easier for you in the future, we're on Spotify. And me and Lawrence are also both on Twitter as well, independently, so you can get some like, you know, funny jokes and that uh, from, from each of us. Lawrence is at IB Online. Uh, and you, oh, you've, you finally hit the milestone, didn't you? Yeah. Yay. About 500 followers. Well, 500, 500 followers. Half, half a K. Yeah. That was, that, was a, that was a fun day. And not only on that same day, I, uh, I had a post that did, uh, not viral, but it got uh, 200 likes, which is uh, my, my record. Nice. <laughs> 200 likes mm. for a joke. Yeah, that's, which I that's nothing to sniff at. Yeah. It was just, I don't know, I just... I thought that no one's gonna like this one, so I posted it and hey presto, two hundred over two hundred likes for it. I was like, Wow, well, that's Oh yeah, those are always the ones that 
yeah, those are always the ones that get the most attention. Is the yeah, the ones where you're just like, oh yeah, nobody, nobody, will, nobody besides me will give a shit about this. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was fun. It was fun, fun weekend this past weekend. <laughs> it's like, wow, mm. I've got, I'm so, so lucky, I'm so humble. So I feel blessed. I feel very humble and stuff. Yeah, bless up. You know, uh, yeah, bless, bless up to the ancestors. Uh, I don't know. Can we say that if we're white? We probably shouldn't. Um, uh, yeah. So check out Lawrence on Twitter. He's certified viral now. Um, he might be getting, you know, might be getting too big. You know, he's no longer a cool account. You know, he's got too many followers. But uh, surely verification is just around the corner. Yeah. 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 Well, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But yeah. Um. So yeah, you can look forward to Lawrence posting some uh, stupid dog shit Just, blue tick, yeah. uh, <laughs> blue check mark takes. <laughs> Here's why um, this about, awful you know, just thing the, the is happening is a good thing. Here's why this awful thing is actually yeah. a good thing. A threat, one of 500. Mm, yeah, oh, actually you think it's good? You fucking idiot. You absolute moron. Um, yeah, and I'm also on there as well. Uh, at Ollie Munster, if you want to follow me, uh, not not quite as many followers as Lawrence, but uh, you know, I'm in it for the you know it's, it's quantity over quality for me. Wait, no, quality quality. Which one's the good one? I'm so dumb. I'm so fucking uh, stupid. Anyway, folks, we got to get out of here. It's um, it's been great spending another season with you guys, and uh, I guess we'll be we'll be back when the euros are on i guess in a, a couple of weeks we can uh yeah spend got the summer complaining on. about england come on england come yeah on. Come I'm gonna on get england. my gonna get my my poppies poppies tattooed up and down my arms oh, yeah. in, in preparation go. you're gonna get um, your saint like george a, yeah, flag huge. with two world wars one world cup yeah Yep, St. George, yeah, flag of St. George uh, across my, my chest with the, yeah, with uh, Churchill. Churchill's going to be holding the flag, uh, like, around Hitler's neck, like he's choking him with the flag of St. George. Um, and cool. then uh, I'm going to get, like a, like, a back piece, like a really, like, elegant back piece of, um, of uh, Gareth Southgate. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I've got coming up in the next of, um, uh, few weeks. Pretty sure I won't. Not going to regret tattoo, any of it. A tattoo of Harry Kane on my back. Captain, leader, mm. legend, Harry Kane. So uh, he's going to be dressed yeah, like a pure knight. Class, mate. He could be dressed like a knight, Sir Harry of Kane. Sir Harry of Kane, yeah. People be yeah. saying, I thought you spoiled Arsenal. So I don't, but I just love Harry Kane. He's such I a just joke. love England, mate. I'm just, I'm- just loving it. I love my country. England till love- I die. Love me, Carly. It's I, uh, I didn't. That's that's gonna be a, a shame when, like, you know, now that like fans are allowed back in the stadiums, there's gonna be that awful band that play that same couple of songs over and over again through every match. You know, yeah. Every England game, there's that fucking <laughs> brass band that play like the Great Escape or you know, England till I die. England till I die. Uh, so yeah we've got that to look forward to yep great all right bye bye shut up bye